Okay. <coughs> we have in the parsha here um, the end of parsha's boy, which is already after Makas Pachayus. So there's the tzivui of the tzivui of. Okay, it is. Okay, that's and there's about 20 psukim, well, the protim, how you make the kombe, how you make it, how you eat it, chulu b'chulu. Okay. <coughs> yeah, pasachof, 20 psukim. Pasachof aleph, yikr moishel chol zikni yisrael, v'yemer aleihem. Okay, here's the mitzvah, here's the tzivri of Moshe talking to Kai Yisrael. Sometimes you have in the Torah that the Ebeshter tells Moshe, David ben Yisrael, v'amart aleihem, Vassal and Tzitzis, whatever, you have Nechmash of Yikr many times, Dabu B'nei Yisrael, and then you don't have the second parasha again saying, and Moshe Rabbeinu spoke to Klai Yisrael and said this and this and this. It's understood that Moshe did the job. Sometimes, the Rishayim speak out, you don't even, sometimes it goes the other way. You don't have the mitzvah, you don't have the parasha where the Abish is telling Moshe Rabbeinu. The parasha starts at the beginning, Moshe spoke to Klai Yisrael and said, and then the Mephorosh won't speak up. Well, obviously, he didn't make it up himself. There was a parasha, David should hold Moshe Rabbeinu. And the Pesukim Makatsar. But here you have it twice. And there's Pratim in Hilchus Karm Pesach, which I said the first time, which are missing the Tzivu of Moshe Rabbeinu. And then you have parts that are added here and don't say there. And the Mephorosh tells the Chandis. But one interesting Nakuda is when David should told Moshe Rabbeinu, he said, Dabu el koadas Yisrael Leima. Speak to everybody. Everybody's everybody's a tzur in Karpen Pesach. Okay, so now when the parasha starts off saying Vayikra Moshe to Klai Yisrael to tell them to take the Mishchul Kuluchem Soyim Mishpachay Seichem, Pasuk says Vayikra Moshe lachol Ziknei Yisrael vayoyim ra'alehem. So what happened over here? David should told Moshe Beinu Dabrel Kolatas Yisrael. Moshe Beinu spoke lachol. And really, this kasha is Chazal ask. It's in the, the Ramban brings down a Mechilta, and it's a Machlekes, Rabbi Yoshia and Rabbi Yonison. One man holds that means speak to the Zikne Yisrael to gather, to make, to get them together. In other words, we're talking about a couple of hundred thousand people. So how do you get 600,000 people? So everybody, every all the Zikna Israel, you're in charge of your development. You're in charge of Route 9 South. You're in charge of, uh, what's it called? Grande? Grande? Huh? Grande River. You're in charge of Brookwood, Brookwood 1, Brookwood 2. So Zikna Israel's job is to get the word out, but they're just, but once they get the word out, show up in Yaneo Ma at this and this time, and then Moshe Rabbeinu spoke to them, but Taka's Moshe Rabbeinu is speaking to them. That's one man The other man the other says no. The Pasuk Taka means, and Moshe Rabbeinu spoke to the Zikne Yisrael, and the Zikne Yisrael's job was to sell it to Klai Yisrael. So Moshe Rabbeinu did not speak the Chaladas Yisrael. I, the Pasuk says, Dabra al Yisrael. 
So I'll read you a few lines in Archaim Kaddish. He doesn't make down the mechilta, so it's, he makes he's making it like it's his own diak. I don't know, maybe he didn't have a mechilta. Right? So what's this business with speaking to the Zikna Yisrael? They should tell you Dabra called Das Yisrael. He says a pshat. Oy Efsher. Another possibility is like this. Shaloy Omer Elola Zikanim. He talk only spoke to the Zikanim. The Hamiya Dabra called Das Yisrael. That's how Moshe Rabbein understood that the job, that what, what's called for it. It's true, you told me to speak the Chal Das Yisrael, but I'm going to give it to them, and they're going to speak the Chal Das Yisrael. The Chalukah Mitzvah Zumi Shar Mitzvah This Mitzvah is different than all other Mitzvah Satoyah. All other Mitzvah Satoyah is Dabra Bnei Yisrael Vamarta Lehem. So that's what Moshe Rabbeinu did. Here is the only Mitzvah that Moshe Rabbeinu did not speak directly to Klai Yisrael. He gave it to the Zikanim, and the Zikanim spoke to them. Why? Ki... This is before Kabbalah Satayr. So they're not Nichtus Bebris yet. They weren't trained. They were not sold on the program yet. They're much closer. They know each, Rav knows his neighborhood. He knows his people. The Zekenim know their name Mishpachtoi. So I'm going to sell it to you guys, you fellows, the Zekenim. And your job is to sell to Klai Yisrael. How are you going to do it? Right. So if they just come in and hear a shir in Hechus Kav and Pesach, it, it, it won't go over. But now, what does it mean? I, I understand it very balabatish. They weren't trained. In other words, you, you, uh, let's say, we know uh, a, a uh, it's called a subspecialty. You know, somebody has a, a, a specialty in early education. You know, first grade, primary, second grade, that's called early education. That's a specialty. There's a subspecialty the first year that the kid goes to school. And like with Sassan Gay, because the kids are going to school come out when they're 11 months old, they're already going to school. They're going to a mower every day. So they don't know any other life other than going to a mower. But the way things used to be in the world, maybe they still are, I don't know, is that uh, the kid stays home until he's three years old, until he's four years old, and then he goes to kindergarten. Maybe he goes to a year nursery before kindergarten, maybe he doesn't, but, kinder- but school begins at five years old, maybe four years old. In Lakewood, things go a lot quicker. So here's a kid for the last three, four years. He's hanging around his house. Whenever he wants attention, calls his mother. His mother's here for him. That's where it used to be. And, and all of a sudden, he has to sit in the class. And uh, it's, I'm sure it's not a strict classroom for four-year-olds, but there's some structure. And not only that, but there's 25 other kids in the class. You're not the center of attention like you were the last four years of your life when you had your mother to yourself. So that's a subspecialty, getting the kid to understand there's a program. There's a bathroom, you want to go to it, you go to it. You want attention, you wait till I can give you attention. You have to come every day, dressed at a certain time, get here, be ready for the bus. It's a chinuch. And then the kid for the next 20 years of his life, he's in a program. Gets up in the morning, gets on the bus, goes to school, has a teacher, has to get along with the teacher, has to get along with friends, there's recess, there's class, there's structure. But in the beginning, there's no structure the first couple of years of his life. 
And that's what our Chaim is saying. Like Nichtas Yisrael, bris. There's no Torah. There's no set of halachas. There's no Moshe. Forty years in the mid, but he didn't work in Kailu. And Moshe Beinu was the Rebbe. And what are they doing? They're learning. So then probably there's a Seder Yom. There's a Seder Yom. First Seder, second Seder. I don't whatever the structure was. But here we not we don't know that we don't. We're not in Kailu. We're not in school. So there's no structure. So how how are they going to listen? They're not. Oh, you have to sell it to them. Who says they want to be makabalit? But kids are, what happens is, so we have a solution. The solution is, speak to the Zakadim. Now, if, my, the question I have to myself is, so long as I, I, I hear the challenge, it's not going to go overwhelming. Your man is going to come in, man is 80 years old, and he's going to give you a shear and help us carbon Pesach. Who says they're interested? Who says they're going to buy it? Who says they're going to listen? So you need... Speakers, talented speakers. You need, we'll have to call Rabbi Frandin, we'll call Rabbi United Israel, they have these Magidim, to somebody, Rabbi Levenstein, very popular Magid. When, when the, when the uh, Rosh Hashivas, the Zakanim, want to make a, a kinos for something, so they bring him in. Other people like that, there's new names that come up, you know, I don't know, the, the new dart, it used to be somebody, Shalom Shadron, let's say, well, Saif Yom, he was an old man, but he wasn't always an old man, he was a Magid when he was 30 years old. They're talented. You throw some jokes in, you tell some stories. You know, there's ways how to sell it. So if you need more talented people, I understand my Shabani fields, it has to be broken up. So why Dafka Zakanin? I mean, a Zakan could be a good speaker, it could be powerful, it could be inspirational, but maybe not. We need somebody who could sell it to Klai Yisrael. They're not part of, they don't have a program yet. So what's this business with Zakanin? Mm, well, maybe, maybe it means a kingdom is kanachachma. So then, why would it come zakenim? You mean over here, chol zikne Yisrael? Could be. It sounds like we don't even need necessarily even zakenim is kanachachma. Let's get inspirational speakers. Let's get Rabbi Friend. Let's get Pesach Kron. Let's get the people that can get the oilum. Good speakers. Zakenim are not necessarily good. Either they're old or they're very learned. If, if, if you want to say Zakenim is Kanachachma. Here, I don't need your Torah. My Shabbat gave what has the Chaymer. But now we, have, we need a good speaker to sell it. And I think, and what I'm telling myself is that it's true. The Zakenim maybe are not winning awards for their oratory skills. And maybe there's a lot better speakers than them. But they have an ingredient that nobody else has. The Zakenim are very, very interested that the new door should be macabre. These are who are these Zakanim? These are Kanim that still grew up when the Shvatim were living. Don't forget now all the Shvatim, the Yamas Yosef, Yosef was the first one to die from the Shvatim. The last one to die was Levi. But at this point, these people that were speaking to know forget about they never saw the office. They didn't even see the Shvatim. This is right before the leaving Mitzrayim. They were trying 210 years. So the the, the Shvatim are gone, the Ovis Yankovino Zich are gone. They were born in Mitzrayim, so they never saw Yitzchak. So this is a totally new dar now. The Zakanim still saw the Shvatim. Maybe they were born even before they left Mitzrayim, and they, and they before ya- Yaakov lived in Mitzrayim 17 years. Al Kaponim, that's who these Zakanim are. These Zik- No, they could be from every dar. Avdafka, only Shavit Levi. They don't have to learn. Moshe Ben is speaking to them. So now all they have to do is Old people. Or maybe they're learning. It could be, it could be both. 
I don't need you to be mamsi the dinim now. The dinim, are the, the Moshe Rabbeinu can give it over to them. They just have to be makabalit and transmit it. So they are transmitting, not stam giving over a shear, not stam, in other words, there are better speakers than the Zekainim, but the Zekainim are very, very interested. The older you get, those, uh, about half of the oilam here, knew uh, Zaydu Waxman, who was uh, just nifter, just finished the Shleishim yesterday, uh, two days ago, and as he got older and older, that was Kimat all he talked about, and the reason why he talked about it so much was because that's what he thought about all day, and that's what he cared about the most. What drosha did he have every time? And, you know, us young guys think maybe he carried it too far. Uh, like, what's a chilek? Say, I'll sing your Kolmakadish, I'll sing a different Kolmakadish, I won't sing Kolmakadish. So, what goes into Derech Hashem? Your Kolmakadish? My Kolmakadish is not Derech Hashem? Okay, so you can argue, you can quibble over, the, over some minor details. But the point is, what he was heavily invested in was that the new door should, should carry over the Messiah of Torah, of Eretz Hashem, Yerushalayim, etc. And that's talk, uh, what Moshe Rabbeinu was saying, or Zakhtar Chaim HaKadosh. We, we don't need just, Moshe Rabbeinu, maybe himself, they wouldn't buy it from. So who are they going to buy it from? They're not going to buy it from somebody because he's a very good salesman. Maybe that'll help also. But the most critical, the most crucial ingredient is the one who cares the most, the one who's most invested in it, he's the one that Moshe Rabbeinu, according to the Archaim, is learning. He's the one that I want giving it over. Um, now it says at the end of the parasha so here's what you do you say it over and the, pas- the, pasik en- the, the parasha ends he says you're going to come into Eretz Yisrael and and tell them it's Zevach Pesach because when you're Mitzrayim, but not Kvayis Mitzrayim, it's Matayinu Hitzu. And what's the last three words of the parasha? So what's this kida? What's this shtachavoy? But I'm giving you a shir in Kavim Pesach, and you heard it. Hopefully, this Cain gave it over. So it went over well. So what's this shtachavoy? Rashi asks his kasha. And as she says, That means that this shear had nothing to do. This wasn't the, this wasn't the subject. The subject was Karman Pesach. But in the middle of the shear, I said, and you're going to come into Eretz Yisrael. And your children are going to ask you, oh, so meanwhile, Agav, I just heard some good news, which wasn't even the subject of the drosha. But I heard that you, I'm going to come into Eretz Yisrael. Oh, So right away, that's one thing to be mishtacha before. And next pasuk, v'hoyu that you're going to come there itself. And your children are going to ask you, right? Oh, I mean, I'm going to have children. Oh, that's another thing. So for the three things which had nothing to do 
with the drosha. You know, I say such a joke, but, uh, a maggot once came to a shtetl, so they made a keynote and they made announcements, and all the, abonim, all the people closed their stores and came to hear the maggot. And after that, the rov was going to speak. So the maggot got up and he said, Rabbi Isai, I'm going to say my drosha now, but I want to ask Machila, because the train leaves at 8.30, so right after my drosha, I'm going to have to run and catch the train, so I'm not going to be able to stay for the rest of the program, for the rov speech. And then he said his drosha. It shouldn't look like a chutzpah. He says it's Russia and he doesn't stay for the next Russia. So he said that. So the man came home. His wife said, No, what did you hear from the What did you learn from the Maga tonight? I heard the train leaves at 8.30. So that's called missing the point. So here, in a way, they're missing the point. There's a whole sheer of 20 sukim about carbon Pesach and when to buy it and how to watch it and how to check for it and how to make the shechita and you have to have Pesach when trying. That's to be special how you eat it. Makel chem Right? And Roshel Kerbe had sleep. And then Agav, at the end of the Pasha, Moshe Rabbeinu says, When Hashem takes you into Israel, as He promised you, and your children are going to ask you, So tell them it's a Zevach Pesach. Okay, that wasn't the point of the Drosh. If that's all you heard, you missed the point. But let's say they didn't miss the point. They heard that, and they heard this also. So meanwhile, the Ikana Oms, like Rashi, Al-Basurus HaGu'ula, Ubiyas HaOretz, Ubiyas HaBonim Shiyiyulehem. So Agav, I heard that there's going to be Basurus HaBonim. Now, I didn't understand this because, I mean, is this a Basur that every single person is going to have children? I mean, let's say, I don't know, let's say 1% of, of, of uh, families end up childless. Lomar well, some did, some didn't, but there's going to be, there's going to be a new door. What? Right, right. That's my question. That's my question. So if this would be a haftocha, you go to the Rebbe uh, in a week before your chasen, and he gives you a haftocha, you're going to have children. you have many children. Okay, it's a good haftocha. You never know. It's valuable. I'll take that. But when I'm speaking to the Klal, I said, your boy say, the next door is going to have children. Obviously, the next door is going to have children. That's a derech now, and will there be some who will not have children? Yeah, there will be some that will have children. Because, like, what exactly did you hear over here now? Pashib Shat, you have to say, means that the basura of the what kind of bonim? The bonim that are saying, Ma'avad is leis lochem. I'm going to have bonim that are connected. They're interested in Korban Pesach. Oh, that's a good kasha. The Haggadah, the Ashen, this Pesach, and the Ben Arosha. That's what, uh, that's what I, uh, somebody asked me. I told him this word. He says, this is not, this is the bad guy. But that's what the Balachu guys say. The ones who are asking, they become oh, the biggest Balachu. Oh, so they say, they, so I told him that the Velt says, I forgot who they say it over from. They say the Arba Bonin is the fifth son. You know what the fifth son is? He doesn't come to the table. If you're coming to the table and you're asking, so you're Russia compared to the person who's wording the words, who's wording the question properly. But we don't talk about the other one. He's not even coming. So this guy, you're going to have sons that are going to come to the Seder. Now, I didn't ask him the right question. All right. So give him the right answer. Don't give up on him. Anyway, so what you have to understand over here is like this. We spoke about this really last week. Twelve months ago, in the beginning of Parsha Shmois, what happened is, that was the first time. And Ve'era and, and, and Moshe Rabbeinu gave Klal Yisrael a whole long drosha. And you're going to come to Eretz Yisrael 
And I'm going to promise you, it's true. I'm going to take you out of Right? But at the end, it says, Now, who gave this drasha? Back in, in, in when Moshe Bain was still in Midian, by the snare, it says, it says, Chumash has some mistakes here, and Bula Bayakil here. In, uh, Abisha tells Moshe Rabbeinu to go back to Midian, to go to Mitzrayim, and take them out, and Moshe Rabbeinu didn't want to go, Mianoichi. And then it says, Leich vasafta zikne Yisroel, vamarta leim Hashem alakeh v'sechem nira elai. Speak to zikne Yisroel. Tell the zikne Yisroel to sell Klai Yisroel. Right? Now that was a hard job. Here, here, what happens to them over here? Here already, they're already holding the Bayame Na'om. They saw already ten makas in this week's Pasha. And still the Rechaim says you needed Zikne Yisrael because they, they were not Huchnechu. But it was a hundred times harder the first time around. First time around, they didn't see any makas and they didn't see, and, and there was no, there was no, uh, there was, there was no Bayame Na'om. That's why Moshe Rabbeinu said, why should they listen to me? They won't listen to me. And then the Abishta told them, Leich asafta azikne Yisrael. So the Medrash says in this week's Sedra, Leich Moshe Chol Zikne Yisrael, and he told them, Mishchul Kuluchem, Zot the Medrash, Loma Zochu Azikhenim Sheyigalu Yisrael Al Yedehem. In other words, at this point in this week, the Pasha we just said to give him the carbon Pesach, he called Zikne Yisrael, Zot the Medrash considers that a kibud. Now it's an easy sell. They saw ten makas. They saw makas b'choyres. They, they, now, I've, they're ready, and they're ready to be taken out. That, tonight, they're going out, they're going out. So that's easy now. So now I, don't, now I can do it myself already, So now you tell me, tell the Ziknei Yisrael to go? Zakta Medrash, Favos. Loma zochah zkenu sheyigul Yisrael al-Yudayim. Elo, Zakta Medrash, Peshosh, Nigla, Kodesh, Vochal, Moshe, Besnei, Omar, Loi, Lech, Vosafta, and Ziknei Yisrael. Okay, so this wasn't an easy job. And Zakta Medrash, Vayelach Moshe Vayaswe is called Zikne Bnei Yisrael. Vayomer and the Pesach says after this, Vayamein Ha'om, the Zikneim got Klai Yisrael to the Madrega Vayamein Ha'om. It wasn't an easy sale. How do I know? The Medrash says, Omar Kodesh Bochu, Hareini Poirea Lezikneim, Asha Osu Es Yisrael Lahamen Bishmi. They got them. In other words, we don't know what happened. They had to make seminars. They had to make this. Maybe they had to give that chalent. Maybe they had to give that kugel. I don't know how they sold it. But it wasn't an easy sale. So that they got the yid. The Zitne Yisrael were the ones who got the yid into the Madrega of Ayam in Ha'om. Zalak the Ebishter. Zalak the Medrash. Even like Kibla Kingdom is Dvar Shalmaisha. Af Kol Yisrael Oye Makablim Ela Leyam Makablim. If the Zikhenu would not have taken this job, if they had they not succeeded, had they not accepted the job, Kol Yisrael Oye Makablim. So it wouldn't have happened. Moshe Rabbeinu said, okay, I'll do it myself. It wouldn't have happened. Moshe Rabbeinu would not have sold the Yidden to the point when the Torah would say, Vayam in Om. Well, the Medrash saying it wouldn't have happened if the Geula wouldn't have happened. Well, the Medrash Geula wouldn't have happened. Yeah, the whole thing wouldn't have happened. They accepted themselves, and what followed is, Follow them. 
Shenema v'yikamashachol ziknei Yisrael. This doesn't work, does not stim perfectly. There's many midrashim here, so I don't know if it has to line up with everything. It doesn't stim perfectly with the Archaim HaKadosh, who's learning ke'ilu, does Kainam HaTaka still doing some heavy lifting here, some selling. For the Medish, it's mashma, that ke'ilu, this is already an, an initial of a kibud. This is an easy sale. Now it's a kibud. Maybe it's a steer, maybe it's not a steer. Al-Kaponim, you know, you go by the Tzukim very quickly and you don't chop what's happening over here. What's happening here is the first Vayam in Om, there was a lot of heavy lifting on the part of the Zakanim. They got Klai Yisrael to that point. At that point, it was, an, it was a relatively easier sale. This uh, Indian, Indian is an interesting Balaturim here. It says, it says in the Pasuk, Vayamein Ha'om. So the Balaturim says, Vayamein Ha'om. So the Medjish says like this. You know, the Balaturim always brings down the Masaira that you have in more than, uh, you know, when you have different times in, a pos- in different Pesukim, the same thing. They don't have Balaturim in this Chumash here. Yes, you can give me can you get a regular Baluchim, Archbal Chumash has Balaturim. I don't see it here in this. Uh... Interesting Balaturim. So the Balaturim bays Mimasoyer. The word Bayamein appears twice in Tanakh. Once over here, Bayamein Ha'om. And the second place is in Shmuel, Shmuel Bays, Bayamein Ochish Bedovid. Ochish was a Rosh, and Dovid was trying to trick him to, um, that he's on his side. The whole story there. So what's the, what does that have to do with this? are two, we call Parnosim. They, they supported Kla Yisrael. Moshe Amar, Mechenino. After the Chet Ego. When he, da- when he davened to Kla Yisrael, to davened to the Ebesher to save Kla Yisrael. The Dovid Amar, the Eila Hatsoin Ma Osu, Tehina Yot Chabi. After there was a, there was a, Klaishol did an Aveira then, and it says there was a Dever, and the Dever killed out 77,000 people. And Dever was still raging. And then David davened. And in David's Nusuch of davening, it's recorded there in, in, in the Pasuk and Shmuel, David's Tfila was, Ve'ela hatsoin ma osu, Ve'ela hatsoin meaning Klai Yisrael. What did they do? Tehina yotcha bi, uba mishpachti, David Amel says. He's telling the Abish Take the dever on me, and my mishpacha. But mehat soin because it was really my chait. I'm shuldig. The elo had soin ma osu. So it's up the medrash. And what did Moshe Rabbeinu say similarly after the chet ego when he davened for Klal Yisrael? Mecheni no mesifach l'asher kasafta. Because the Abish told Moshe Rabbeinu, I'm going to destroy Klal Yisrael and I'll build a new nation from your progeny. Zok the Abish, zok Moshe Rabbeinu to the Abish said, No, no, thank you. If you, if you want to forgive Klaizol, good. If not, take me out. So both of them were ki'ilu moiser nefesh for Klaizol. Zot the You know why it says Vayamein Davod HaMelech. And the only two people, only two times in Tanakh it says the word Vayamein and they trusted 
is by Moshe Rabbeinu and David HaMelech. And the reason why is because they were Moshe Nevesh of Klai Yisrael. Uh, I saw a very nice story. Maybe I said it over here once. I, I said it recently over somewhere, but I don't remember where. I read it in, um, he doesn't write it himself. The, the Shlomo Volba said Shmuzin, said he printed, Meshpacha printed Shmuzin from Shlomo Volba. So in the Shmuz, um, not in the Sedra, somewhere else, but anyway, he says over a story. He says he was a younger man after, in, in the 50s and he lives in Petach Tikva. And I think he was living in Kailu in Petach Tikva. And one day a guy comes to the door. Uh, there's a meeting tonight, there are Bonham in town, or having a meeting with all the Rabbonim, and they ask that you come. He said, oh, I'm a young man, I'm learning in Kailu, I don't, I'm not a rov. Yeah, yeah, they want you to come. Be there. Shliach of the rov. So he came, to the, he came to the meeting. As soon as he came to the meeting, everybody looks at him. So, oh, 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 you're who we're waiting for. Well, what do you want from me? He said, Here's the story. This is, you know, several, a couple of years after the war, and there were girls that were saved from the war, single girls, but they came, they came, their mishpachas were killed, and they came all by themselves. And, you know, they're teenagers, and some of them are in their 20s. And they're trying to get themselves established. They have to find somewhere to live, to get themselves a job. Some of them were looking for shaduchim, but they had nobody, no support system, nobody to look after them. They had no money, they had no mishpacha, that, and they live in a petach tikva. And some of them are becoming callous now, and they're getting married. And the pressing issue, which this meeting was about, was that these girls are getting married, and there's nobody here to be madrich them. How a, how a Jewish lady gets married. It's halachas. What you do, what you don't do. The schools, there's teachers, but at the, at the very least, there's a mother. But these girls are without any misgeret. They're all alone in the world. So, and it's a scandal. They're getting married. They don't know anything. And uh, we're dealing with very serious uh, yisur, potentially. So you're a young man. We want you to arrange drushes for them, put them together, and then they need to learn particular halachas your wife is a Tabiyacha lady, she's a Melomedes, and then your wife will give, can give actual classes, but first we have to arrange, they, they should be inspired to be interested. You're, he said, I'm a nobody, I'm not, no, 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 you're a young man, we heard you're a good speaker, we want you to arrange drushes, and your wife will be the Proteus, speak to these girls. And he said, no, I'm not doing it. They're looking at what I mean, you're not doing it. We're dealing with the Nitzkias, with the Doiris, Krisis. I mean, it's very serious stuff. I'm not doing it. Why not? So he said, I'll tell you why I'm not going to do it. He said, These girls came, they had nothing. Did, uh, he said, I said, he, when he spoke to their Bonim, who were much older than him, so he wanted to speak their covered. So he didn't want to say on them, but he said it on himself, which is true on himself also, but he, he really meant them. He said, did I ever do anything to help these girls? They first came. They need to meet boys. Did I arrange to find them shaduchim? They're meeting a boy. They need Mavinas. If they'd be in a house, if, this, if their parents wouldn't have been killed, a girl needs a boy. She wants her father's opinion. Could you check out this guy? Is he a man? Should he be a good husband? What kind of guy is he? There's no one to do that for them. Did we offer to help them? Did we say, oh, I, I, I met a guy, in, I met a bocher in shul. It might be a good idea for you. Oh, you need a job? Let me try and find you a job. You need some money? You're getting married? You need some money? I'll put some money together for you. Were we there for them? No, we were never there for them. Did we help them? Did we take an interest in them? No. 
Now I'm just going to come and tell them, you're not allowed to do this, you have to do this. They're not interested. They're not going to listen to me. So, therefore, I'm not going, because it's a waste of time. If anything, I'll just turn them off. Oh, the rabbis are here to tell me what I'm allowed to do, what I'm not allowed to do. He said, I'm not going. So they heard what he had to say, but they left with a bad taste. Okay, you're right, we should have, we could have. Lamai said, let's do it. He said, I'm not doing it. Anyway, long story short, it was already a Liba Noik for a little, maybe the fort, right? He says, I went shortly after that to the Chazaynish, he went to Bnei Brak, and he asked the Chazaynish, and he told him, you are 100% right. He said, nobody is interested in listening to somebody unless he has the impression, he has a feeling that you're talking to him because you care about him. When you needed money, I was here to help you. You needed a shidduch, I was trying to help you. Now I'm telling you, listen, here's how I want to help you. I want to explain to you, this is where you need to do. This is what happens now. You don't care about me. If you care about me, you could care about me 20 other ways also. Right? I'm getting married. Do I have money to get married? Do I have some money to buy some furniture? I have nothing. Did you ask me? Did you help me? No. So you don't really care about me. So let's establish you don't care about me. Don't, you know, no, I want to talk to you because I really care about you. You don't care about me. If you care about me, there's 20 other things you could have done also. So you don't. Okay, so you don't. You don't owe me anything. Now you're here to tell me some laws. Okay. No, thank you. So Chazanish said, 100% correct. So I think that's what the Balaturim is saying. You know why Vayame? You know why Vayame? You know why Klaizal is willing to listen to Moshe Rabbeinu? You know, why, you know why David had this amuna? They had amuna in David? Because they understood that David Melech is here for Klai Yisrael. He's willing to be Moise Nefesh and tell the Ebeshter, take me, take my family, leave Klai Yisrael out of it. Oh, such a person cares about me. It didn't happen yet, but the point is, it's mushrish. Right, well, they, I mean, first of all, maybe they're, I mean, you have a point, but maybe they knew, that he, they knew that he said that. And second of all, that didn't happen in a vacuum. That's the, that is the achrayis that David Melch had for Yisrael. That's the way they live. We see it expressed in this point. Moshe Rabbeinu said to the Ebeshter, but leave them alone. Oh, such a person tells us now what we need to do. Now we're ready to be Amin Am.